It's Humboldt Today with John Kennedy O'Connor. Welcome to Humboldt Today, Lost Coast Outpost brand new newscast, bringing you the news from the Lost Coast and beyond with me, John Kennedy O'Connor. The state's Interagency Council on Homelessness issued a progress report on California's homeless strategy Wednesday, detailing how the $10 billion provided for over 570,000 people in need of homeless services was used between 2018 and 2021. The report concludes that despite the investment and support services provided through that funding, only 40% ended up with a housing solution and the number of unhoused people continues to grow. The report observed that 17% of the over half a million unhoused Californians tracked were still in a shelter or temporary housing rather than any permanent housing option and a quarter of the study group fell out of the system entirely. The report also records that one in five people who enrolled in the state-funded homeless programs were unsheltered for at least a year while living with a complicating health issue. CalMatters has provided a detailed analysis of the report and reaction from state legislators, which is available on the outpost. Arcata City Councillors voted to award themselves a 5% salary increase at Wednesday night's meeting. The council voted unanimously to increase their monthly stipend without any public comment being offered in session. The approved increase adds an additional cost for all council members of around $4,600 annually. The longest debate at this week's meeting was in regard to plans to introduce a residential rental inspection programme. The programme aims to ensure that owners of rental properties comply with current health and safety standards. The proposal programme would require all rental owners to register their units with the city, ensuring they are kept clean and safe. The council voted unanimously to proceed with plans to establish the programme and to work with the fire department to develop the building inspection process. If you're an owner of a Tesla, specifically the models S, X3 and Y vehicles equipped with ESD beta software, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration has ordered a recall due to a software issue. Over 360,000 vehicles are affected by the recall directive after the NHTSA claimed the full self-driving beta software allowed vehicles to, quote, exceed speed limits or travel through intersections in an unlawful or unpredictable manner, increasing the risk of crash, end quote. Tesla will release an over-the-air software update free of charge to resolve the issue. Since 2021, the NHTSA has been conducting an ongoing investigation into over 800,000 Tesla vehicles fitted with the driver assistance autopilot, following a string of crashes with parked emergency vehicles. Just last year, around 54,000 Tesla vehicles were recalled due to an issue with the same software. While the woes for Tesla supremo Elon Musk continue to mount, Facebook's CEO Mark Zuckerberg is facing a different issue following the recent layoffs by parent company Meta. The world's 16th richest man has been awarded a 40% increase of $4 million to improve his personal security. Meta's board have declared the increase to be appropriate and necessary following a rise in specific threats after the announcement of thousands of layoffs under the Year of Efficiency cost-cutting program. 11,000 employees were dismissed under the program, where Mr Zuckerberg ranks on the world's most popular CEO list isn't currently known. In another more local business owner conflict, today on the outpost, our Ryan Burns reports on a McKinleyville pet rescue and supply store started by two sisters that is heading for a courtroom battle. Sisters Leah Jimenez and Jennifer Rask opened NorCal Pet in McKinleyville a decade ago and have been providing shelter services for smaller dogs and high-end pet supplies since. But the partnership has turned sour with Miss Jimenez filing suit against her younger sibling. 
The suit accuses Ms Rask of embezzling hundreds of thousands of dollars from the pet business. Additionally, the county DA's office has charged Ms Rask with two felonies to which she has pled not guilty. The store continues to operate while the various suits filter through the courts. The full dog-eat-dog story of the store's family dispute from Ryan Burns is available on the outpost now. Cal Poly's Lady Lumberjacks are hoping to end their three-game losing streak Thursday night in a game honouring Pink Night, commemorating those who are or have battled breast cancer. The match-up against Cal State's San Bernardino will honour Humboldt Hoops Hall of Famer Susie Farmer-Simmons, who led the Lumberjacks to their 1989 winning season before succumbing to breast cancer in 2021. A second home game against Cal Poly Pomona is scheduled for Saturday. Cal Poly Student Activity Centre announced earlier that the legendary Humboldt State Bacchanalia Lumberjack Days is returning to campus this April with a major reboot. The general public will be able to enjoy rocking bands live in the quad when the two-week festival kicks off, but the majority of the planned activities are for students only. There will not be any timber sports, log rolling, axes, bucksaws or even chainsaws when the festivities return, but there will be several make-and-take activities for students, including an event intriguingly titled Slime. The public band sessions open on April 17th at noon with Chicago blues band GA20. The grey skies over Humboldt are staying with us for the next few days, but it will remain dry for the weekend. The National Weather Service has a beach hazard warning in place for all county shorelines, at least through Friday afternoon, with likely large unexpected sneakaways possible. Probably a bit too cold for the beach anyway, as it will be on average 56 degrees across the county on Friday, warming up from a frosty 36 overnight and into the morning. Winds could reach around 15 miles per hour out of the northeast. Eureka's outlook follows the general Humboldt County forecast. But Arcata will start Friday well below freezing and warm up to 59 in the afternoon, with milder breezes of around 10 miles per hour. It's a similar picture in Fortuna, although the highs on Friday will be 57. Inland, around Hooper and Blue Lake, early risers on Friday morning will be greeted with frigid 30-degree frost, but things warm up nicely to a comfortable 61, with very gentle 5-mile-per-hour breezes later in the day. It's a similar picture for Redway, but the morning will be slightly less cold, starting around 33. Winds will be moderately stronger at around 10 miles per hour. On tomorrow's Humboldt Today, we'll look ahead to the weekend weather, uh, but don't expect too many changes to the forecast. It looks like it's going to be fairly st uh, stable in the coming days. Our pointless poll from Humboldt Today yesterday got a strong response from viewers, with nearly half of respondents believing that law enforcement is not doing enough addressing our area's illegal drug issues. For our latest Humboldt Today daily poll on the outpost, in case you hadn't noticed the silent airwaves, KHSU Radio has been off the air for the past week, with General Manager Phil Wilkie telling the outpost technical difficulties with a Neeland transmitter being the cause. So, Humboldt Today viewers, have you missed KHSU since it's been off the air? Click below to register your opinion. And those are the main stories around the Lost Coast today. Click on the homepage for all the details of these stories and for more on what's happening and coming up on lostcoastoutpost.com. Join us again next time for the next Humboldt Today, and don't forget to click below for today's pointless poll. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll look forward to seeing you soon. Have a great evening, everybody. Bye-bye.